Blog Talk Radio. It's the Speedway Show, an idea exchange empowering you to live well, live fully, and love deeply. And now, here's our host, Speedway Pierce. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Speedway Show, an idea exchange empowering us to live well, live fully, and love deeply by improving the quality of our personal, professional, and spiritual lives. Today is the first day that we are actually airing the show in video. Those of you who were here last year will know that we did audio blogs last year and a lot of you came and you listened. Thank you for doing that. We decided we'd try some new things this year and among them is our experiment today. So here's hoping you enjoy the show. Tell your friends, have them come visit. If you are new, you can check out the website, which is www.thespeedwayshow.com. There you will find past shows, you will find content, and you will find other information, suggested reading, um, comments, and input from other visitors. So, feel free to visit. If Facebook is more your liking, then you can also visit uh, facebook.com slash the Speedway Show. You can post your comments and you can read the regular posts that we put on the Facebook page. If Twitter is more your liking, you can visit twitter.com slash, you guessed it, the Speedway Show. And on Twitter, you can uh, follow the show and you can also get information updates, as well as find out what shows we are going to be airing each week. If you show up on the website, you can also click on the RSS feed, and so that way every time there's a new show coming, you can check out the title and uh, decide if you want to check it out. The new shows are posted every Sunday, so if you check out the website on Sundays, you'll see the new show. You can always catch them at any time after Sunday by visiting and clicking on any of the uh, posts that you see there and you click on the audio blog that you can take a listen. Today, our topic is women are gold diggers and men just need to run. Ladies, this is the time to tune in and hear about all of our bad habits. Men everywhere fear gold diggers or do that. We are going to listen to a uh, one man's opinion. If I were to call this show something else, I might call it one man's opinion. And uh, he is going to help us unpack this topic tonight. I will ask you to help me welcome my guest for today, Sean Panday King. Come over here, Sean. Hello, Speedway. How are you? I am fine. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Well, my, you look dapper. Why, thank you. I feel like maybe I ought to get my jacket on. Oh, you look good without jacket. Do I look okay without my jacket? Okay. So, Sean here, you've heard me say, if you've listened to the show before, everyday people, everyday lives, you do not have to be a celebrity to be on the show because all of us have our stories and our experiences. And Sean here is going to share with us some of his thoughts, ideas, and experiences on this particular topic that we are going to have today. I'm a celebrity now. <laughs> okay. Yes, okay. This may feel celebrity, indeed. So, Sean, the first thing I'm going to ask you is the question that I ask all of my guests. As you may know, listeners, this is a show that is about improving, as I said, our personal, spiritual, and professional life. And we encourage the use of the life manual. Do you know what that is, Sean? Okay, what are you referring to as a life manual? Well, I was hoping you'd ask. The life manual is uh, the manual that comes with your body, mind, and spirit. For example, and it's called a life manual because, or at least I call it a life manual because if you think about buying a car or buying a television or a computer, it comes with a manual, right? Yeah. Okay. 
Thank you for answering the hard questions. And your manual tells you how to run whatever it is you just bought. It tells you, it gives you warning for what not to do. And it gives you a troubleshooting guide. Well, the life manual does the same thing. It gives you instructions on how best to live this life that you have. It gives you warnings for what not to do. And if you run your life off into the ditch, it gives you guidance for how to get things back on track. The life manual, depending on your personal persuasion, may be a holy Bible, it may be the Hebrew Bible, the Bhagavad Gita, the Quran, or some other holy writing or spiritual text that speaks to you. Does that help? It helps. Okay. Um, it's telling me that it's the Holy Bible. That's, that's, that is that, your life name. That's my life name. Okay. Well, okay, that is a a guide. Okay. My life name. Because for it to be a life man, you have to be consistently reading. Well. And I don't read it as much as uh, as others. Okay. But I do read. It. You do read. It. I can't quote scriptures, but I do read. It. Do you have any other spiritual practices? I do. Um, in my household, my grandmother from Louisiana is a Baptist by heart and. Going to church was not a not an option. It was mandatory. Therefore, Sunday school and church was mandatory. Uh, my father, on the other hand, practiced meditation. Um, that is really so interesting. Do you know where he learned to do that? Or how he did? Or what he did? My father didn't agree, agree with a lot of the different, uh, what's the good word, denominations of it. Okay. Therefore, he started searching for something more. Something more. And he found that meditation was, was his spiritual way of, of, uh, Connecting with his God. Therefore, he introduced me to it. Now, one thing I've learned since I've been in Minnesota is that, and for those who don't know, that Speedway Show is being shot, shot in Babbage, Minnesota. It's cold. <laughs> Two hours, three hours. 
Sunday school for <laughs> You have to have time to express yourself. I can do it now. I guess you could. <laughs> you have to the day you went to the meditation service. Right, yeah. Did you like it? It was interesting. It was different. Yeah, uh, very different. Lots of silence. Lots of silence. There were parts that I had to look at and digest. Mm-hmm. I can't think of all the different names, but Jesus was one of the names in there. <laughs> and, uh, are you familiar with meditation? I am familiar with meditation. I've been, meditation. I've been meditating for several years now. Okay. Matter of fact, I did a show, if you didn't catch it, I did a show called uh, How, you know, something like uh, You Too Can Talk to God. And uh, it was really all about prayer and particularly meditation. So if you are wondering about that, if you're wondering how to get a better relationship, then you ought to listen to that show. Yes, yes, I do meditate. So anyway, thank you for sharing about your spirituality and your life manual. About our topic today, I'm just going to make the statement, and I'd like you to share your thoughts with our audience. So women are gold diggers and men just need to run. True or false? Not all women are gold diggers. Um, are you gold diggers? <laughs> well, you know, if there's a wealthy man out there who would like me to quit my job and take care of me for the rest of my life, I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, Seaway so. is one of the entrepreneurs out here, and she couldn't have a man take care of her if she wanted to, because she's so self. And I just met her, <laughs> and um, there are several magazines that she's in, and she's a professional black woman. And I was like, wow, okay, I like that, I like that. So all women are not gold diggers, and case in point, Seaway is not. Uh, Although you're not, there are some out there that are gold Okay. So, John, do I remember correctly that you, at this point, are uh, have been divorced for a while? Divorced since 2007. 2007. Okay. So you've had some experience, baby. Since then. Since then, do we call it dating? Um... What do we call it? What do we call it? It's not dating. What you been doing? Well, I guess you go out on a date, you take somebody out, but no committed, not a committed relationship. Okay, yes, dating not committed. Dating not committed. Okay, well, that'll be another show, I'm sure. Because I'm betting there's some other women, there's some women out there that are going dating but not committed. What is that exactly? But anyway, so... You're out there, you're dating in a not committed sort of way. And you are encountering different women. Yes. Okay. And as you encounter different women, I'm going to guess that you have probably met some women that you might call gold diggers. I've run across a few. Okay, define a gold digger for us. In your opinion, what is a gold digger? A woman that's speaking to Fine financial game. I want you to pay her. Being some baby face. <laughs> okay. And, um, Is she financially secure on her own? That's a good answer. And the reason is that the majority of, of women that I see are gold diggers are women that are not financially. Uh, reason being, if you're financially stable, you really don't need to be a gold If you're not financially stable, you have, you're more inclined to be a gold Are there women who might be financially stable who just want a different Standard of women. There are women out there that may want a different standard of women. Oh, 
standard of living. But the approach is different. Uh, example, if you go out and you meet a woman as they go bigger, or what I consider being a gold digger, it's all about uh, body language, it's all about uh, chemistry. And if you meet someone when you go out, you can tell if you have chemistry right off the bat. A man knows, a woman knows. You know when you meet someone if you if you have that connection. Now, if you don't have that connection and the first thing comes out of our mouth, it's kind of job to you. Kind of cardio job. Lights just start going off in the fellow's head. Okay, so what if you have the chemistry and she asks you that? If that is part of the first date conversation, what does that make you think? Does that make you, um, does, does that warn you that maybe she might be? Or is it okay because the chemistry is there? In my more successful second and third dates, uh, what type of job you have and what type of car you drive and do you have benefits never come up. Okay. And the more unsuccessful not going to the second date, those those questions come up. Are they not successful because the questions came up or are they not successful for some other reason? They're not successful, well, they're not successful because one, the questions did come up. So therefore, those questions trigger other questions from me, and then me analyzing her more. As in the way she's moving, the way she's talking, the way she lives, she has a job. Do you ask? Oh, yeah, of course. I ask, yes. Okay, so. You ask, I ask. Okay, so let's say the question doesn't come up for her and she doesn't. Um, I don't. Okay. And the reason why I don't is that I do things a different way. Um, I may not ask directly. I'll take the indirect approach. If we go out on a Monday night or a Tuesday night. I may be inclined to say something like, uh, can we do lunch tomorrow? I work from 7 to 4. I usually take lunch around 12. What time do you take? And if she says, oh, honey, I'm free all day. Okay, then Okay. If you take lunch Tuesday and she's free all day. And then now you're going well. Now we go Thursday and she's free all day. Now we just went to those that dinner and those three lunches and I'm paying for every one of them. Then another life is clicking off in my head. And she's free all day. And I'm paying for lunch. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me about dress. What do you mean dress? Does, a, does, a, does the way a woman is dressed cause you to scrutinize her more closely and worry more or less about whether or not she might be a gold digger? The shorter the dress, the more cleavage, the more dangerous. <laughs> okay. Does that mean she's a gold digger, or does that just mean she's got a great body and she's hot? That means that it is more, she's more inclined to be a gold digger. Seriously? Yeah. You think that? I think, I mean, you know, you, you address the, it's, it's either that or a call girl. Oh, no. But what if a woman just wants to look sexy? Well, you look sexy just like you are. You don't have, you don't have a Sharp dress on, you're not showing cleavage. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, there, there's a way to dress. And, and it all goes back down to, I guess I'm old too. Um, my sisters couldn't go out the house with a dress that 
if it wasn't below the knee, you couldn't go outside. You had, it had to be below the knee. If it was here, oh, they weren't going to, they, they was probably getting ready to go six feet under. Okay, so, tip for you ladies. If you want a good lift,
And I have gone out on dates where women will go in and say, hey, I got this, and I'll like, you get the next Okay, so the point isn't that you want her to pay necessarily, you just want her to be willing to pay. Uh, willing to pay is because I believe that a marriage, and everyone says, I heard something on television the other night about a marriage is supposed to be 50-50, and I forgot what they went with that. Um, they said a marriage isn't 50-50. It's 100-100, something of that nature. Okay. I forgot exactly where I heard that. But 100-100 um, at 50-50, um, if you meet someone, there are going to be things within the relationship where things are 50-50, or it's going to be financially, you're going to have financial situations where one of you are going to be making more than the other, and one of you will have, have to handle more of the financial obligations than the other. And it starts off from the very beginning, because one of the things in a relationship uh, that common to break up a relationship is why the other one's communication. That has nothing to do with this topic, go with it, but you take it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so basically what I'm hearing is that there are certain cues that signal to you that maybe you have a gold digger or maybe you have somebody who is the kind of woman that you would want to meet. So if, for example, she's dressed a certain way, that tells you something. Mm -hmm. If she behaves a certain way around money, that tells you something too. Mm -hmm. If she asks you certain questions, that tells you something. So basically it sounds like as you are communicating, what you're really doing is you are evaluating. And such as she should. Because if I walk up there, yo, yo, cuz, what's happening? She 
shit. And she paid for the first dinner. But that was... Oh, that sounds great. That's, that was what I was saying. My grandfather used to tell me, oh, son, that's an investment. She she paying now, you pay the rest of your life. <laughs> okay. that's, that's what he's been doing. Um, there is another, and he's not a friend, but this gentleman was a doctor. And this woman wanted to be taken care of. And he said, oh, I want a son. Okay. She had a son for it. And after that baby came out of her womb, she was like, here's your son. You are to feed him, clean him, change him. I'm still going to get my nails done. Going to jog and get my shape back. That's your son. They were married by this time. Right. Oh, they were married before the child was conceived. Okay, so then here's the question though. How long does it take for you to start a gold digger? Because you know, I'm thinking, by the time you marry someone, and um, you know, I did a I, I did a show called, uh, I think it was Red Flags, and it started with the premise that people don't change that much, right? So if you start out with a gold digger on your hand, they're probably signs if you pay attention. And they probably don't change that much over time. So by the time you get married, um, is it that your doctor friend? Is it that it took him a while? Well, the doctor wasn't really your friend. Is it that he took a while to see it? Or was it that he understood what she was looking for? And she understood what he was looking for, and they were willing to exchange? Well... Here is in that There are professional men out there that go to school all their lives. Mm -hmm. There are professional men out there that play professional sports. Yeah. And they're just dealing with their passion. There are professional gold diggers out there that's looking for those professional men that know that there's one area they're kind of lacking in. Especially some of the doctors, maybe not so much the athletes because they out there wild and crazy. Anyway. But um, and they cater to those things. And being that the man that's going to school all his life is not very experienced, probably he gets caught up in that. Now he wants an arm piece, and like you said, they he knows what she wants, she knows what he wants. The arm piece being the pretty, nice looking one. Okay. Pretty in the face, twenty anyway. Okay. Um, and they get caught up. They want what they want. They want the beautiful woman. They want the arm piece. They want the things that come with it. And they're making the money, so they say, okay, this is a trade. What comes with an arm piece? Hmm? What comes with an arm piece? This is the speed ratio. Now, yes, you're going down that. No, anyway. <laughs> Sometimes we talk about mature topics, so you need to be cognizant and you need to use your discretion if you have any ears around. And I say that not knowing what you're going to say <laughs> in answer to the question. Yeah, well. But if I'm, if I'm the kind of guy who's looking for an arm piece, yeah, you know, what, what is it that comes with the arm piece that I would also be interested in? Your friends, okay. comments that you get from the public. Um, so this is a guy who wants to walk into a room with a gorgeous woman and have all the guys go, wow, look at her, isn't she beautiful? Okay. Um... That's for the guy, for the woman, it's financial gain. And then the, there are the needs that has to be met, whether they are sexual or they are just... Companionship. What? <laughs> I had 
to make it look like it was something else, but usually in those relationships, it's two things, financial. Mm. Okay. So. And in their relationship, they barely spoke to each other. Okay, but in that case, I guess when you, I knew that this is what I wanted out of this relationship. I knew that this is what you needed out of the relationship. And I am essentially willing to provide the, uh, the looks, the society, the reaction from people who see me on your arm, and I get that that's my goal, right? And in exchange, then I expect to drive a BMW or five. I expect to have jewelry from Tiffany. I expect to have all of my material needs met, seeing as I'm meeting your sexual needs. This is how this works. Yes. And how it works. So. Okay. So if you agree, this is not a bad thing. Okay. If those other men if agree. You've got a couple that agree. That it's not a bad thing. It's not yeah, a bad they can make it work. They can make it work. Yeah, I would think that's a really long life to live that way, though. Well, what I have seen, mm-hmm. and I haven't been in touch with the doctor friend, but my other friend, what I have seen is that, yeah, he had an arm piece, but as soon as he met someone that's equal to and greater than, he dumped the arm piece and got equal to and greater than. And live happily ever after, or living, I don't know if it's happily ever after. What but do you mean, equal to or greater than? He found a woman with a career okay. that was financially stable, making her own way. Whereas someone that they could take care of each other. As time goes on, those men with those gold diggers. And if you happen to be a gold digger, please be one with an education. <laughs> because it's going to come down. It's going to go down to where if you meet someone equal to a greater than, he's going to drop you like a bad habit. He's going to go with the other one. And that's how it's going to go down. And so he met someone. And, and uh, although he's not taking full care of her, because the thought process is, if I fall down and get sick, oh, this is true. Can you carry on these bills until I get back on my feet? And as they get older, well, if you fall down and get sick, and I'm a gold digger, I might not stick around. Well, nine times out of ten, that's not going to happen. That's another reason why, as they get older, it's like, ah, let me drop you. <laughs> let me get somebody else. Because now he's looking for security too. <laughs> Like, I'm getting older. It's a different kind of security. I'm like, and then you have situations where you have a man that's 40 years old and go look and grab these little 22, 23 years old and get married to them. And they're 23, and when they get 33, they look for the divorce because I think that 10 years, whatever that 10 years, uh, whatever it is, you get half and you get. 75% 75% of the retirement plan or whatever that junk is, they drop them at 33 and want to take half of the business, and it's, it's a mess. And look, I'm still young enough to find somebody else to take care of me. Are you saying? Who, me? Me, yeah. Yeah. You might be doing another show up here. <laughs>
But I might just be cute. Normally, what I've experienced is that those conversations don't come up on a date because you normally you're going on a date. The second one's going to happen usually talk on the phone, and that might be a conversation that comes up on the phone before the date. Before the date. Okay. After you've gone into a lot of different conversations, but if that was to happen. Um, it would be everything before that conversation, everything before that question, I should say. Um, like I said, it's the chemistry. If you're sitting down, you know the chemistry and, and the way that the two of you are interacting with each other. Do you care what a woman does? Do I care what a woman does? Yes. Do you care what she does for me? Well, you know... I'm glad you asked that because in my profession now I don't have time. Or I choose not to go out to clubs. Okay. I choose not to go out to bars. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. Wasn't there a song? But don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? <laughs> Who's who wrote that? I think it was called Goody Two Shoes. I forgot to say. And it wasn't no gun. And 
it, the higher the woman or the person, the higher their education is, the more of a turn off that little aspect is about spell check. Because although you do, you do have gold diggers that's online as well. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that go well, yes, some of them are gold diggers. And some of them want you to be equal to a greater than because I practice with it, I played with it, I said I've made $350,000 a year and I've gotten women to communicate with me that made, that said they made $350,000 a year. I've had ones that made $20,000 a year coming. And then I've changed the profile and say, hey, I only make $60,000 a year. And those women that made, they said they made $300,000 a year, they didn't make it. I'm looking at No, they weren't looking at me. <laughs> okay. Hey, go back up to $300,000. You go. $60,000. And then there's others that, in there, they want stability. And they feel that, I guess, the higher your education is, the more stability you have to go out and find a job and get a job. Whereas in today's society, Obama gonna hook us up and vote for him. Don't let those Republicans get in. I hope you're not Republican. If you are, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am not safe. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Obama all the way. I'm hoping he, he gets back in. And Really, the choice is, I see this in the show. But anyway, when we're not talking about Okay. <laughs>
like that. Depending on the content of our earlier conversations will depend on how I answer your question. If we, hey, how you doing? My name is Sean. We say your name is Speedway. Hey, what kind of car are you drive? Oh, no, you're not going to do that. Well, who asked that? That's the very first question. Who asked that? Very first question. You know what? We need to just not go out on a date. We just go out to some clubs and me just walk over to a couple of females and let you just hear the ear on the wall and and hear how it goes. You get that question first, that question. You can get that. You can get that. If you approach the... if If I approach... The right personality that's looking to be that's the goal digger. Then that question would be not the first question, the top three. Yeah. Now, if it's not, it's hey, how you doing? My name is Sean. Your name is uh, yeah. Well, hey, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm here with my girlfriends. Hey, I'm here with my guy friends. Hey, but can I borrow you from your friends? Can we go outside and talk? Yeah, let's take a walk out. And you get all in that and say, oh, well, you know, then you go into, hey, well, what's your favorite color? What, like the shop? Things like that. And then you get into, well, you know, uh, what do you do? What? In that context, then it's okay. It yeah. works. It works. It makes sense. It makes sense. Okay. Now, if it's one, two, and three, third question is, so what do you do for me? Do you have a job? Do you have a job that's benefit? Can you take me out? Can you afford me? I'm high maintenance. Ooh. Oh yeah. If I was high maintenance, I don't think I'd say that. Yeah, yeah. You you have some women that are saying. Hey. If I was a yeah. I would not own that at all. Well, the bit and it's been going. I try and come in on the down low. I try and come in and slide my way. Well, see, you're a D. Go back to Charles Barkley. 
Charles Barkley back in the day, he would tell you how much you wrote. You want to roll model, you go back to your Oh, mother. I don't remember that. You screamed at him, didn't you? Your mother, your father, and I didn't scream at him. I didn't scream at him because my role model was my grandmother, was my grandfather, was my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a man by the name of, still by the name of John Earl Winston C. Uh, those were my role models. I, I think there are a lot of people who were upset when you said that. Yeah, there were a lot of people because. These people, and there are a lot of people that have to reach out and look at others for world models that are looking for right there in your family. And I'm the baby of ten. Therefore, my family is strong. We may not talk every day, we may talk once a week, but my family is strong. We might have our disagreements, but my family is strong. And, and when he said that, I said all that to say this. If people can look at television and fantasize about, that's what I want. And then they put the work in and they get the education and they bust it behind and get it, that's fine. But if they look at it and say, uh, Desperate Housewives, uh, I can't think of, Carlos, I think of his name? Is a man he's making the money and the wife is at home and she is getting pampered. She is gorgeous. <laughs> she's getting pampered and all yeah. that stuff. That's his own piece and and uh, if that's the life we want to live, then yeah, so be it. But you have to also understand that. But they really do love each other. That's television. <laughs> that that's television. I got my brother-in-law and my sister's marriage. Uh, 25 years. Uh, I've been lucky to look at my brother-in-law has a brother that's been married for 50 years. Um, now, I have to say my sister's man, oh God, I hope you don't see it. Um, but they love each other, the way that they love each other. And um, my sister, like, a fine thing in life, but she does work as a mortician as well. Um, my brother's, my brother-in-law's brother, uh, wife loves the fine things in life, and my brother-in-law's brother, your brother-in-law's my brother-in-law's brother, wife loves the fine things in life, and my brother-in-law's brother is a man that um, took care of his family, took care of his wife, and his wife was a stay-at-home wife. But her thing was, oh gosh, she could bake. She could bake? She can bake. Okay. And and she she has that as a side business. And um, I'm just thinking about a red velvet cake right now. So, yeah, and it's in a peach omelet. I know there was a point you were trying to get to. I was trying to get to it, but now <laughs> you're just like... Hmm. <laughs> just stuck on the red velvet cake. I'm That's okay. The red velvet cake. <laughs> but, um... You have had red velvet cake? Yeah. Okay. I know you haven't had hers. Anyway, let me... Well, let me... <laughs> let me keep going. Um, but, successful, 50 years of marriage, not really digger. If people want to watch a television show and want to see how not to do it, then that's fine. Because everything on television is not. In the reality shows, if you look at the reality shows and try to get to all those reality shows, reality shows are. are, are not reality. Are not reality. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we, American Idol been having us believe that they've been reality videos. I know firsthand that. They control what's happening. They control what happens on all of them. But don't look to television. Don't look to the athletes. Um, you have your spiritual leaders out there. Don't so much look for them as well. Because um, you have to use them as a guide. But you have to find your own way. Um, 
which frankly is where we like to say the life manual comes in. You have to have a standard. You have to have some sort of foundation that is consistent. And that's what I personally believe. But all of that to say, this has been a wonderful topic. Thank you, Sean, for joining me on the show today. You're quite welcome. And you'll come back? I will come back. You will be very good. Wait, wait, what's next time? I have to watch out for the next time. <laughs> we'll come so up I'm with another a, topic. I'm going to have a lot of women. As, uh, if you see me walking on the street, the show is fixed. He <laughs> has Thank you for joining us on the Seaway Show today. Until next time, I say live well, live fully, and love deeply. Check out other shows on theseawayshow.com. Check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash theseawayshow. Follow us on Twitter. You can pick up an RSS feed on the website as well. So until next show, go in peace. And if you're riding down the 35E or the 35W, I'll see you on that speedway. <laughs>